I think we should build a wall over Florida before we should build a wall over Mexico. You are listening to the Pod Full of Sunshine podcast recorded live straight out of Florida, where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public. So grab your orange juice, dump in that champagne, cut you a slice of key lime pie, and get ready for an hour of crazy, off-the-wall stories from the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Greg and Diana. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Port Full of Sunshine. I'm your host, Diana. This is Greg. Um, wow, Diana. That's just, that's enough. By jolly, it's not enough. We have just returned from London. <laughs> And it was such a great trip, was it not? was a great trip. Now, I don't speak like them, though. So. And I would like to let all our listeners know that not once did I... Uh, I think you did at least once. Well, I did, but it was just around us, so it wasn't like... Well, I hope somebody didn't hear it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's our first episode back from London, and what a great trip. Oh, it was a great trip. I am in full flood depressed <clears throat> depressed mode i'm um depressed party of two depressed party of two we unpacked and i mean the best part of trips are when you get home and i do love that part but i'm just i don't know i'm sad it's over she liked our flat we had a lovely flat and a weird oven that we did not know how to use so therefore we did not use it and um there's all sorts of weird things and we're going to talk about our london trip so if you're one of those listeners that don't like to listen to co-hosts gab about their everyday lives and go ahead and fast forward yeah we don't care about you anyway yeah like i read all the like oh i wish that co-host would not about us but just in general on podcasts like i wish they'd just stop gabbing about their everyday lives i'm like I like listening to about their everyday lives because it gives me a little insight into them. And yeah, it does. <clears throat> Excuse me. As you'll see, I'm also getting over sick. I got sick on what was our, was it our first full day there or second full day there? What sick? I got a cold. Just an average cold. But no time to rest like I normally would because every day, this was our first vacation where it was go, 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 go the entire time. Our we landed Saturday morning London time, and we were freaking zombies when we landed. Zombies. Because we were so tired. We were tired. The time zone, obviously, is different. London is four hours ahead. And we had to wait for our guy to pick us up at the airport. Our, he wasn't there when we were supposed to. guy was late picking us up. Then he gets there, and then he must have had a massive, like, shit attack. Because he's like... Excuse me while I go to the bathroom. And he's in there for like 10 more minutes. It's like, Jesus Christ, can we just get to our room? Right. So then we get to our room and we decide we're going to take a nap. But it's like, you want to take a nap, but it's your first full day there and you don't want to waste it. So we're like, well, let's go to the local grocery store that's 10 feet away. And we were just, we look like dumb Americans in that place. We were dumb Americans. (laughs) We're just like not knowing how any of it works and... Um, and so, yeah, we're, yeah, I mean, we got some chicken, roasted chicken. (laughs) 
Yeah, because I'm like, well, how do I get this chicken out of the case? Some Tylenol. And then the guys put some bags of like rotisserie chicken out, but I just grabbed it. He's like, hold on, I have to put prices on it. It's like, don't you do that before? But yeah, Tylenol there is cheap. I got like a 32 pack of off-brand Tylenol for like. I hope it doesn't kill you. A pound. It was less than a pound. Wow, that is cheap. So then our first actual day, we did the trip that we went to Windsor Castle, which was, I think, that was my personal favorite. It was very nice. It was just so... Castle-y. And royal and beautiful. And then we went to Stonehenge. Bunch of rocks. Yeah. What a letdown. You drove a log ass way to see a bunch of rocks. And then we had taken a tour bus. So then where the tour bus drops you off, you have to walk fucking another mile until you get to the fucking... You could have taken the tram bus. They have a tram bus that will bring you there, which is also probably about a 20-minute wait because the line was so long. Yeah. All for you to get there and walk around a circle around all these rocks and everyone's doing all these photo shoots with their selfie sticks and everyone's just in the fucking way. Yeah, you can't even get good pictures. You can't really get good pictures. And that was annoying. And we're hungry. And we're fucking hungry because this tour had promised us lunch. Well, I'm assuming that their lunch means dinner because we ate at like five o'clock. Yeah, we should have probably had something to snack on. Yeah. Well, we know for next time. Yeah. Then we went to Bath right after Stonehenge. And we ate nachos there. And Bath was actually a really pretty town, but by then we're so tired and hungry. Yeah, we uh, just sat at a pub. Just sat at a pub for actually, an hour. Actually, it was called the Ale House. It was called the Ale House. <clears throat> it was like six tables in there if we were lucky. Yeah. <clears throat> Very tiny. Very tiny. But it was a beautiful town. I I think next time we go, I would like to see other like towns besides London. They take little bus tours, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe no, just drop us off. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't either. But I would have liked to see more of Bath, but there just wasn't time. And then yeah. we drove to this town that I, I think she said Harry Potter was like filmed in or based on. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the town. <laughs> It began with an L. Yeah, it, but it, it had a below average dinner. Yeah, well, it was kind of like rushed. Like, we'd be in and out of there in 45 minutes. So, like, our food's all, like, basically, we're late getting to dinner. So, basically, our food's been sitting under heat lamps. And then it comes out, and it's like, meh. I think that's just how they do it all the time. It was a nice experience, but I like the experience of eating out on our own in a pub. Yeah. That was more realistic. Yeah. Um, And then they tell us it's like a three-hour drive back to London. And by then, (laughs) Greg had had like two beers, big beers. And tell you what, that's a long fucking drive back when there's no toilet on the goddamn bus. And I don't get why there wasn't a toilet on a bus. This was a luxury fucking bus. Double-decker luxury bus. Probably cost more than our house. I have never in my life been so close to pissing my pants. Like, See, I really didn't have to go that bad. Uh, like, It was to the point where my bladder hurt. And finally, when they dropped us off at the first stop, I'm like, oh, where's the bathroom? Lucky the bus driver got her, us home a lot quicker. <clears throat> he got us home in two hours instead of three. 
And yeah. I apologize if I keep clearing my throat. It's because I'm still got this cold. Let me clear my throat. That's how it goes. That, that is how, how it yeah, goes. So. Yeah. so then the day after the tour, it was kind of like a day of rest. We, I think we went, ended up at Kensington Palace. Yep. So we weren't resting very long. No, we didn't rest, but we were on no time schedule. So we leisurely went there. Yeah, that was nice. And Kensington was nice, but you know, I just, I guess anything less than catching a glimpse of a royal member is going to be a lot. Yeah, and they charge you so much to get into these fucking places. Yeah. Like, probably spent $70 to get into that castle. Where you only get to see a few rooms. Yeah. And they're well, all it's like, worth it. And they're model rooms. But it's then, not the real rooms. Not the, and that's kind of what I want to see, which I hear. And Buckingham Palace is not the open. same fucking thing, probably. I think you get to actually see, like, her, the queen's office and stuff. Doubtful. <laughs> Maybe we'll just have to go back in the summer for holiday. I think my favorite thing was when we went to see the um the the few the whatever the like where the horses were kept in the cars the muse the muse. So that was day three. We well, went. Yeah, like actually, I think that was day four. Day, yeah, yeah I've got a little ahead of ourselves here. That's right, because day Tuesday was our first bus tour. It's kind of a hop on and hop off. They drive you on all these different routes, and the first day was cool because you kind of got to see London. And we ended up going to Buckingham and getting the normal pictures. But because we had slept in so late, we didn't get to do the tour of the Muse, which is where they keep all the horses. And carriages. And carriages. And limos and all the royal cars. And the royal cars. And so we went back the next day and did that. And that was kind of cool because we got to see the carriages that the Queen used for her coronation. And you know what? The boys... Greg included in that was really good this whole trip because it was my royal fascination trip and we did a lot of royal sightseeing and they just put up with it and I appreciate it. (laughs) We did a good job. Yep. And we saw what I thought was the London Bridge, but apparently that's not the London Bridge. The London Bridge is lame. It's just a little bridge. We saw the um, something bridge. It's the London Tower Bridge. Oh, yeah. The London Tower Bridge is falling down, falling down. And then we saw Westminster Abbey. I think that was also one of my favorites because I think the architecture was just so beautiful. and So beautiful. It really was. I feel like I'm doing all the talking, and you know how tired I am, so I would like a little... Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I felt like I was talking a little bit, too. So, But yeah, it was just a great great thing. Big Ben was um, under, under construction. construction, and we took a riverboat tour, which was really relaxing on the river. I really, at that point, it was that was, I think, our last full day in London, and I really could have just rode that boat back and forth down the river because i was so tired and it was so warm there and here's the thing is that we had quote unquote perfect weather we did it was great everyone all the locals were saying you chose the best time to come it's been sunny it's been so warm you see everybody out in parks having picnics everybody's jogging and meanwhile us floridians i'm fucking cold it was cold fucking cold the wind was cold and so, like, by the time after a long day of doing a tour and you get back to your hotel room, I don't want to fucking go out. And then Greg gets all like, I want to go out to dinner. Well, I was hungry. I mean, I was getting hungry, hangry. I mean, it happens. So we 
we ate out a bunch of places. My favorite by far, though, was this place called um, Byron's, home of the proper hamburger. And the first day we were there, it's where we went for dinner. And I, I thought it was just like this little hole in the wall place that we fell, we we stumbled upon because the restaurant Diana looked up was closed. Yeah, I looked up this rec- this restaurant, and we start hoofing it, and we finally get there, and that some bitch is closed. So then, meanwhile, we had no idea where we're going. Yeah, no idea. I feel like we were like kind of like <clears throat> off the beaten path in London a little bit, like our first night, like we were more to the 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 west side or whatever or whatever you call it yeah and we walked and we saw some interesting things and then we stopped by this place that we thought was just a little hole in the wall we thought it was a little hole in the wall we thought it was so cute delicious burgers and we went inside and we had a burger and it is one of the best burgers we've had and gavin was a little jealous and um so then the next morning as we are on our way to the bus stop we see another byron's and then probably about 30 feet later, we see another Byron's. And turns out, it's not a local hole in the wall. It's a local, they yeah. don't, don't call it a franchise, but obviously it's a franchise. It's probably like 50 of them, I think I saw. I looked it up. But we went to another one the night before we left. And I felt like the burger was just as good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, and I like the ambiance in the first place a little bit better, I think. But... uh so, if any nice. of you ever have the chance to go to London, I strongly recommend it. It's so charming. I love the old buildings. I love the charm of it. Yeah, it's very charming. Um, the bus, it's crazy to see how these big buses can fit down these little narrow roads and how we didn't hit one pedestrian because... They were crazy. They, they jumped ride. out in front of people, jumped in front of buses and... People riding bikes down the middle of the road up full speed and i'm like i don't still don't understand how there's not more deaths although i'm sure there is um i did apply for a job when i was over there really (laughs) no but remember i wanted to and as we were getting ready to leave you're like oh i found a job for you over in england that was where we got there i thought oh before we left to go there yeah yeah but i had already had it in my little outline glad you applied and we don't have too much today. We just are, you know, talk about our trip and we'll tell you a few stories. Yeah. But then we're done. Yeah. I'm totally exhausted, by so. the way. So so I got got a little cold when I was there, but there's no time to rest. But since we got home on Saturday, well, we got home late Friday, but all day yesterday and all day today, like I've been sleeping. All day she sleeps. Just sleeps and does nothing. Yeah. It's really relaxing, though, because you have to get back on the... The time zone crunch. Yeah. Okay, so this story comes from Hertfordshire, England. A family in England is hoping to find a part time nanny who's willing to dress up like a Disney princess for their twin daughters every day. <laughs> Sign me up. I mean, it's England. I get to dress like a princess. The yeah. family says they understand it's an unusual request, but it's hoping someone would be willing to dress up like a different Disney princess for their Disney-obsessed five-year-old twin girls each month and really take on the role. And let's see how much this sumbitch pays. Oh, it pays about $53,000 a year and involves picking up the girls after school four days a week and going to Disney-related activities like baking and singing and cooking dinner and possibly putting them to bed. And it comes with holidays and sick days. 
hey, sign me up. $53,000 for a part-time nanny? Cool. Uh, I could be dressing up like in like princes in the Disney Prince thing. I could do all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, maybe we could do like a two for one. Yeah, but we would have to get paid $110,000 instead of the 50th whatever. Yeah. And then we can throw our boys in. They can be something. They could be like the mice from Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella? Cinderella, Cinderella. Uh, is that how it goes? Um, oh, one thing else I want to mention about... <laughs> trip to london is let me tell you how great englanders are they're so nice they're so polite we step off the plane we're going through customs and the guy that's our custom guy you know how those guys are in america the fucking assholes this guy looks like he stepped right out of mary poppins he had this lovely british accent was joking with us and he had these perfectly round glasses and he was just what i picture every englander to be all right (laughs) so anyway i thought that he was just delightful and when we came back and we're going through customs in America. And I'm like, see? I'm like... No, oh, that guy wasn't too bad, though. He wasn't too bad, but he was not Mary Poppins' Englishman, either. Yeah, I really thought the guy was really, like, not too horrible at all in the United States. Like, I was actually, like, very impressed with him. He wasn't horrible, but like I said, he's not Mary Poppins. Right. He wasn't the dude, but I like... Yeah. T- they took a step up there. That guy was definitely better than the best. Yeah. All right, um, so our, I had posted this on our Twitter. Our New Year's resolutions are going pretty good with our plastic straws thing. Really? Not too bad. Not too bad. And actually, at one restaurant, we were in London, um, Blake actually got a paper straw with his cup. Which They didn't really give straws out there in London. No, nope, they didn't. Or ice. They don't do ice over there either. <clears throat> yeah, if you order a glass of water, make sure to ask for ice because they don't give ice. So anyway, I bring up the whole New Year's resolution thing to talk about this. A baby whale was found dead because it had 88 pounds of plastic in its stomach. Oh, that poor baby whale. The young whale whose carcass washed up in the Philippines died of dehydration and starvation after consuming 88 pounds of plastic bags, scientists have found. And it showed signs of being... Emaciated and dehydrated and had been vomiting blood before it died. Poor thing. I know. All because it was eating some Walmart bags. Walmart bags. Damn it, Walmart. So, I want to take that time to say... We're sorry, whale. (laughs) We're sorry, whale. And also, everyone listening, get yourself some reusable bags. Yeah, please do. (laughs) I see this next article... Man robs store with ice cream scoop, police says. Well, I can only just imagine, like, give me your money. Do you actually have the story to read, or you don't? Well, you didn't send it to me, probably, if I don't have it. (coughs) You do have it, actually. Well, then good. I do have it. You get there. Speaking of ice cream, while you pull up the story, so at this one restaurant in London, apparently London is... Um, they love their ice cream over there. And this one... Re- and I oh, like ice cream. Let me open it. It says it's ridiculous. Okay. Your <laughs> safari will not allow this to open. Oh, you know what? You may have to Google it. Okay. So back to London and ice cream. So we're in this restaurant. 
And like I said, I like ice cream, but I could take it or leave it. But the boys wanted ice cream and we're on vacation. So on vacation, we order dessert. And holy shit, this was the best ice cream of my life. And I asked them if it was homemade ice cream. And they said, no, not homemade, just ice cream. So I don't know what it is they do to their ice cream over there. But if you're ever over in London, get ice cream. Maybe it was just ice cream. It was just the way we liked it. It was good. But anyway, let's get back to this article. Get back to the article. Police say a shop clerk thought he was being held with a gun shoved in his back. But in reality, it was only an ice cream scoop. Police say a man walked into a store in Plainview, Texas, Friday and tried to rob the store. The clerk said the man poked a blunt object in his back, but instead of a gun, as the clerk thought it was, it was an ice cream scoop. I thought you were going to say he stuck a blunt in his back. (laughs) I'm like, man, how big was that blunt? Police are considering it an aggravated robbery because the clerk thought his life was being threatened. This isn't the only time a robber used an odd item as a potential weapon. In 2012, someone held up a store in Plainview with a sock used to cover his hand. <laughs> like a sock puppet, but with a gun? Yeah, and that's all that was about this story. I mean, that's all that we see. So, like, I mean, this guy that got in trouble because he with the ice cream scoop. I, How do you like my sock, Muppet? <laughs> He sounded uh, like Ross from Friends when he's a Christmas armadillo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny thing is, I remember that episode. Uh, ben, I am the Christmas armadillo. <laughs> All right, so that's some of our um, general discussions and news of the week. On to one of our favorite segments, Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Did you see this video of the guy that got attacked by the squirrel? I didn't. (laughs) You want to talk about freaking me the fuck out? This is a sure way to freak me the fuck out. Oh, let's listen. And he was injured. Oh my gosh, that squirrel was so mean. Let's, Let's take a listen. Robbie Armstrong will never forget what happened to him Saturday. Just walking regular like this over to the truck. His work truck parked right behind his Sarasota home where he got ambushed. I didn't know what to think. I heard the scratching coming up my back and then I felt him here and here. By a squirrel. Robbie didn't know what hit him at first. I didn't know what it was. I just reached over and grabbed him. He ran around there and I went, chased him up a tree over there. And then he ran to this tree over here. It only lasted seconds, but Robbie walked away bleeding and feeling a little nutty. I was just laughing. I laughed right when it happened after I threw him on the ground and chased him. I couldn't quit laughing. It was just so You're a funny. big bully for chasing a squirrel. You about big it bully. <laughs> anyway, that would be like... I don't like rodents. That would be gross. <clears throat> You'd probably be like... Ah! <laughs> Why? Why is doing that necessary? Because that's how you would be. I'm just describing to the audience how you would be. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you would be like, Rosie, save me! Okay, do you have a Florida story? Yeah, I do. Dunedin woman accused of shoplifting. Masturbating in a jail van also. Wow. I mean, uh, that when the just, mood strikes, I uh, guess you just got to go at it. 
Yeah, so she looks rough too. I'm not surprised. A Pinellas County woman walked behind the counter yelling, screaming, and punching after employees caught her shoplifting from a beauty supply store, according to the law enforcement officers. It happened late Monday morning at Silk Beauty Supply in Dunedin, where investigators say she tried to take less than $10 worth of merchandise. Wow. An arrest affidavit says Tammy Lee Bonefield, 45, grabbed and punched one employee then kicked another one after she was confronted. Authorities say she denied stealing anything, but the items were found with her and returned to the store. Bonefield was transferred to jail in a van with a boy who was less than 16 years old. Wow, this takes a whole new turn. Gross. The child was separated from her. Thank God. By a metal partition. The arrest evidence claims she made sexual comments to him and exposed her breasts and genitals. <laughs> While her pants were pulled down, she masturbated and asked if he was aroused, according to the affidavit. <laughs> Bonefield was charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition for the Vanison, along with battery and petty theft for events that led up to it. Not to mention, I hope she pays the medical bills of the officer and the kid that had to witness this, because that would be... Last month, she was uh, also accused of false identifying herself and that's all i see about the article wow no 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 i think i remember reading this i th- keep re- scrolling i think what she named herself was something great black sheep the identifier of her was as black sheep trouble square pants at the top square pants. there was black square sheep pants. trouble square pants was her name <laughs> at the time she was charged with providing a false name what a nutcase she was probably on some drugs. Black sheep square pants. So, a naked woman runs across six lanes of I-95 in Florida. I want to say that when we were in London, like, we would, we were hardly on our phones except for, like, when we got, like, home after the long night. And so, I saw a link to this article and it wouldn't let me open it because we weren't in the country. I think I sent this to you before we even flew away. Um, it, no. No. no, I sent it to you on Wednesday. Never mind. <laughs> we were still in London on Wednesday. We were. But anyway, this is out of Flagler County, Florida. Richard Griffin was expected to see something like this when he wasn't expecting to see something like this when him and his wife Donna were driving on Interstate 95. Well, I think the correct thing should be he sh- should be expecting to see something like this because it is Florida. Oh, Florida. <clears throat> Well, anyway, they were headed towards North Hilton Head when they noticed a car stopped ahead of them. There's something weird, Griffin said he thought to himself. Then he noticed a couple people outside of the stop car. That's when he noticed one of the people was a woman, a naked woman. He happened to be changing the song on his f- changing the song on his phone, so he was able to switch it to the camera mode quickly. And he said he glad he did because. Because why? <laughs> the suspense is yes. killing me. <laughs> he said the w- woman was helping a man round up a dog that appeared to have got loose on the road. But apparently the woman ran across the road. So I haven't actually seen this video yet. You got the video? Well, I have something that p- presses play. Oh. 
Oh yeah. my God, the shit that goes on here, freaking on 95. That's a weird one. And that was all. <laughs> wow. Just a woman, just naked. Just being a woman. Because <laughs> I drive around naked all the time. Well, sometimes. <clears throat> okay, I found this news story today, and I thought it was uh, oh, good. a good one. comes from Reddit. Oh, Reddit. Oh, Reddit. <laughs> I just want to take the time to apologize to our audience if we are lacking oomph. I thought I've been doing pretty good taking ownership. You have really taken the reins. Yeah, on so. A Florida woman is jailed for calling 911 because... She says her boyfriend wasn't being nice. I got to pause. I got to blow my nose. (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that. I had to blow her snot out of her nose. And Greg had to wipe his beard on the microphone, apparently. I was wet because I was drinking water. And the microphone's an appropriate place to wipe it. I figured it was. All right. Okay. Pasco County. First responders don't like it when people dial 911 without an emergency. That's why deputies in Pasco County arrested Mary Ann Parrish Monday afternoon. Apparently, she called 911 six times in four hours because her boyfriend wasn't being nice to her. And the respondent deputies say the 40-year-old was still on the phone with 911 when he arrived. And she was charged with abusing the system. And let me just show you her prized monk shot. Wow. They're probably fucked up on something, too. She looks drunk she or high or... Both. Fucked up on something. Yeah. So, don't call. Don't call the police. Don't call the police if your boyfriend's being nice. Yeah. Just go to a pub. Yeah. Just hit, go head on out. I think that's all we have for Oh Florida. Oh Florida was w- lame this week, but we got through. Well, we didn't have access yeah. to much news. You're stuff, right. So. so, we're good. All right. Let's move on to our sports segment. Oh, this is an older story, but it, I think it takes something that we, I like it. It The Buccaneers hired two female assistant head coaches, and I like that, that they're doing this. It's a good thing because, you know, everybody loves football, and they should be allowed to coach and play what they want to play. I agree. What was the position they were hired for, though? I don't exactly know. Well, you know why? Because I'm the one that sent this story. You just hijacked it. And I know it's because you're trying to help me because I'm lacking here. But I'm just saying, I I think this is good. There is this douchebag I work with um, posted something on Facebook like that. Like he was so insulted that um, uh, these the Bucks hired two women coaches, blah, blah, blah. And he thought it was the stupidest thing in the world. But I'm glad that Facebook got to him and like. Everybody told them how he felt. They felt about it. Did they end up deleting the post? I don't think so. Oh. So. Um, they. But they people definitely <clears throat> spoke their mind about it and put a lot of good points across. I think he probably feels like an idiot now. I'm sure. Um, one woman is hired as assistant defensive line coach and the other is an assistant strength and conditioning coach. Oh, I can see both those. Well, I, I guess my question is a defensive line coach. I'm not even sure where to start with this because I don't want to come across as, like, you know, your douchebag friend. But, so, I'm assuming (laughs) she's (laughs) played football in her life to some degree and knows. But, at what point 
are are these players going to take her seriously? Like that's kind of like my concern. Are these players going to take direction from a defensive lineman assistant coach that happens to be a woman? And here's another question that's an obvious question. What's Jameis Winston going to do? I mean, that guy's a dirtbag. What, you mean keeping his hands to himself? Yeah, I mean. Well, he's on the offensive line, so I think they keep them separated. Well, let's hope so. I mean, <laughs> we don't need that on our hands. Nope. But, yeah, I think that was my only concern was how serious will the defensive linemen take pointers from a woman? Well, if they want to win and have the respect of their coach, they will take pointers from her. Hmm. That hasn't worked out so well for people, so... We shall see. We shall see, but girl power. I like it. Good good job, Buccaneers. All right, did you have any other sports? Nope. Other than the MLB has started this week, and baseball is going to be on for the next couple months. Here's a fun London story. So, I forget what day it was. We stopped in one of the local pubs. The Three Famous Kings. Probably. Remember what, no, it was because remember we were like trying to like figure out the name of it. Yeah. I said it was Three Kings something, and then I got a statement saying that oh, looks like you've been charged twice. No, we just had two rounds. That's why we were had ah. the same thing. Okay, so there we were. The three famous kings. And sometimes you just want to watch sports. They don't really have sports over there. I guess it's not soccer season over there right now. But they Football. had this thing on the TV. That looked similar to baseball, but it wasn't. They had a pitcher, and they had a guy that was trying to hit the object being thrown at him, but not with a bat, almost with like a net type thing. And if he did hit it, they would. there were just two people that would run back and forth to, I don't even know. Yeah, it, it was, was just weird. I couldn't even watch it. <clears throat> See, I was so intrigued by him. Like, I really want to figure out what the hell is going on. But I didn't. So if we have any listeners across the pond or who yeah. are more knowledgeable about this sport. That Please let us know. Yeah. Send us an email. Because I didn't even know how to freaking. Shoot us a text. Shoot us um, a tweet. Instagram us. Do whatever you got. Greg's really contributing this week. I like it. All right. Well. Let's move on to what the fuck. What the fuck? So on our way home, fucking Greg's is bringing home almost a 12-pack of beer. Well, I didn't want to waste it. I agree, but that also put our luggage over the appropriate amount of weight. I doubt it was the beer. I mean, you had... Well, maybe it was. So. Well, lucky they're so nice. So basically what we had to do right there in the middle of the airport is open our luggage and kind of switch things around and shove as much into our carry-on as possible. One, which included my makeup bag, which also included my bed, bath, not bed, bath, and beyond. I always get those confused. Bath and Body Works Sweet Pea Lotion, which is my favorite. Yeah. And they confiscated it. It is her favorite. And I feel so bad. Well, we didn't know it was gonna get confiscated, and I knew it's. I knew. I knew as soon as my bag went down the wrong chute, because they do things weird in security, which I like. Um, and went down and waited for somebody to go grab our stuff to show us what's in there. I knew there was something wrong in that makeup bag. I knew it was the makeup bag. Yep, it was my lotion, but 
Hey, at least we didn't try to smuggle tortoises through the airport by disguising them as pastries. Yeah, all she wanted to do was bring her hand lotion. Um, a 69-year-old man recently flew from Cairo, Egypt to Schoenfeld Airport in Berlin with a very strange package of desserts. The suspicious package, as it turned out, was not actually chocolate, as the man had told custom officers. Once they opened the pastry box, the officers found three Moroccan tortoises. Wow, they must be like expensive tortoises, though. No wonder the man had wanted to leave the security area without declaring anything. The tortoises are protected by the Convention on the International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora. Which means the animals were confiscated by customs and brought to the border veterinarian. And according to the press release, infringements on species protection regulations can result in fines and up to 50,000 euros or prison for up to five years. Moral of the story, don't take animals that aren't yours and try to pass them off as pastries. Yeah, it doesn't seem like... uh doesn't seem like a good idea. I mean, Not a good idea. I mean, it just doesn't seem right. I just don't understand it. And Why would you even try that? Well, because I guess he really wanted those turtles. I guess he did. All right, what, what you got? Oh, what do I got? What you got? Man tried to hide alcohol on breath with body spray. <laughs> well, I mean, all in all, this sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> in theory... Because you would think it would take away the smell. So authorities out of South Carolina say a man sprayed Axe body spray in his mouth to cover the smell of alcohol as deputies approached during a traffic stop. The state newspaper reports that a Spartanburg County Sheriff's deputy stopped 49-year-old Efren Messina Ramirez on Saturday night after they say he sped past a deputy on Interstate 85 and swerved into another lane. The incident report says there was a 12-pack of beer on the floor, and 10 of the cans were nearly empty. Wow, he was really getting it done. The report says Ramirez had an open bottle between his legs, exhibited signs of intoxication, and failed field sobriety tests. Well, I guess, I mean... Where does the Axe body spray come into play? I guess it doesn't say anything about it. He faces charges including driving under influence. It doesn't say anything about where the body spray comes in? Other than he um, <coughs> sprayed it in his mouth to cover the smell of alcohol. <laughs> you imagine how gross that tasted? Well, I mean, he probably didn't taste much after those 10 beers. Whew. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? All right. My next what the fuck. You know what? This isn't even a what the fuck. This is, I applaud you, neighbor man. Yeah, she does. Because we all have neighbors that are assholes we've had them one way or another but this genius got the last laugh hold on while it pulls up hold on while it pulls up you know what i've noticed is that when we have stories that we sent to ourselves a while ago yeah they don't pull up i wish they would oh okay here we go this comes from santa rosa california Jason Windus gave his California neighbor something to look at during a dispute over the height of a backyard fence. Naked mannequins having a garden party. Four of the fashion dummies are seated in wicker chairs around a matching table, and another is standing with its arms over its head and shamrocks over its breasts. A hand-scrawled sign on the top of the nearby wooden barrel reads, 
reserved seat for the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence to the city. So here's basically what it was. He originally had a six foot fence, which is a normal size fence. Right. Well, apparently, and he had it because he also has dogs, so he wants to let his dogs out without jumping the fence. But apparently the city ordinance it says that along sidewalks, you have to limit those to just three feet. And so the neighbor complained. And so when Winsus asked why he was being singled out, the city hall told them they were responding to a complaint. And Windus, who owns a moving company, said the mannequins he had picked up from a clothing store came to mind when he pondered how to send a message to the neighbor. So I guess he got the last laugh. Yeah. Like, what a dick neighbor, because... Yeah, you want to be nosy and stare into his yard. So go check out our Instagram. We are going to post those pictures. Post these pictures because it's great. I think it is great. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to "Don't Worry, Be Happy." Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy. Did you ever find anything for Don't Worry, Be Happy? I didn't look. Yeah, I know. Don't be blaming me. How many times as I'm dozing in and out of my one of five naps that I've taken today, we needed some Don't Worry, Be Happy stories. I was into a show I was watching, Downtown Abbey. You... We're into that, and also on your SimCity. Well, I didn't do too much on my SimCity. <coughs> but well, enough. Enough not to look up a story. In between my five naps I've taken today, I found one. And this kind of reminds bravo, me. Bravo! Bravo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. And this story kind of reminds me of when we got Rosie oh, from Dakota. God. The Rose Bears. Let's just take a listen to this story. Kelsey and Adam Stipe. Well, they had two reasons for getting a puppy. They wanted their new baby to grow up with a pet, and they wanted a companion for their older dog, Charlie, who lost his vision to glaucoma. Well, look at this. It really worked out better than they imagined. The new puppy, Maverick, noticed that Charlie had a hard time doing certain things on his own, so he began acting, get this, as Charlie's guide dog. He fetches toys so they can play together. He shares his window when they go for a ride in the car. Maverick even grabs the leash and takes Charlie for walks. Well, now, of course, the Stipes can't wait till their new baby is old enough to join in on the fun. That's great. So, so I guess dog is man's Aww. best friend. not that nice. So cute. Do you, well, oh, hold on. Do you remember the story? Like, we didn't... Stop it. We didn't have Rosie that long. Dakota's been slowly going blind. Like, she's more blind at, obviously, nighttime when it's dark out. But I remember the story. We had only had Rosie pr- probably less than a month. And you were at work and you came home and Dakota comes out of the boys room and she's looking for her water and she's running into stuff. And Rosie jumped right down and kind of heard it because German Shepherds are known to herd dogs, other dogs to where they want to go and herded her to where the, the water, water jug was. Is. Greg told me that story that next morning. I got all teary-eyed, and I knew they'd be the best of friends. They were. Rosie's still kind of a bitch to her. Rosie is kind of a bitch to her, but 
It's all in love. Dakota doesn't know any better. She just her days are just here for sleep and leisure now. Yeah. All right. Well, we told you this was going to be a shorter episode, so let's get those uh, boys out here for a joke. Jokes with the boys. I'm about right for another nap. All right. I hear Gavin's going first. So step on up. How do you stop... How do you stop an astronaut baby from crying? How do you stop an astronaut baby from crying? You rock it. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. Good job, Gavin. My wife told me I had to stop acting like a flamingo, so I had to put my foot down. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one, too. Good job. We didn't do that one. Yeah. I did. Pretty sure this is yours. Okay, so let me give you a little play-by-play of what's going on here. Is that Gavin loves, well, both boys do. They love to take whatever cup oh. is closest to them and drink out of it. So yesterday morning, I had a glass of sparkling water going on. And mm-hmm. I just poured it. And I see Gavin come behind me. And he sees the water. And he grabs it. And I'm watching him because he doesn't like carbonated anything. And he takes a drink and he almost like oh, threw up. And it was great. I'm like, and that is what you get for drinking out of other people's cups. Yep, that wasn't cool, but it was funny as shit. Yep, I'm like, haha, that's what you get. I um, was Googling London jokes just to kind of wrap this up. And it said, why were the two whores disappointed when they went to England? Why were they disappointed? Because they found out Big Ben was a clock. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Ha ha. And here's a fun fact. Apparently Big Ben isn't even called Big Ben. It's like the queen's clock. Well, the, the clock and portion. And the bell inside the clock is called Big Ben after the guy who designed it or whatever. But his name wasn't even Ben either. Because if it... His first name was Richard. Yeah, yeah. And we, they would call him Big uh, His Dick. apparently first name was Richard, but they couldn't do that because they'd be called Big Dick. And that's apparently <laughs> what it was called. So. All right. You'll get that one on the way home. You'll kids. get that one on the on the walk back to the car. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for bearing with us. I know today was probably rough. I thought it was great. So uh, thanks for stopping by. Stop in next time. And if you are any of you are going to travel across the pond in London and you want some pointers, I can give you what I have. Byron's proper hamburger is the best place to eat. And check out the tube. Greg and the boys hated the tube. That's also known as a subway. I feel like I liked it towards the end. But because fucking Greg, so they give you these cards, and all you're supposed to do is scan them. And Greg was so overwhelmed because it was fucking rush hour that he takes his card and he slicks, like puts it in this little slot, like where tickets go. And had to have assistance, and he's like, "Get that ticket!" It says, "Grab that ticket!" He's yelling at me because I'm on the other side. I'm like, "You're not." There is no ticket. And someone had to actually come over and actually open up the thing. And the guy's like, the card doesn't go in here. You just scan it. 
like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I looked like a real idiot. I wish you would have showed me how to scan it. I didn't know. You, I, I didn't know either. You follow what the person in front of you is doing. Well, I was following Gavin. <laughs> well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And Greg's face was so, like, flustered and he was so pissed off that all he could do was chuckle, which didn't help matter. No. And then you go in these small ass tubes that are like nothing on either side. But I realize there are a lot of space on I either side. I think sometimes I was born to be a city girl because like I loved everything about the tube. I love, which I mean, I say that as a tourist. I'm sure if I had to do it Filthy, every day. Dirty. But I loved it. Like I loved like, and I loved figuring out where to go. It's kind of like a puzzle, you know? Yeah. So, anyway. I got like it. I liked it towards the end. London was a great time. Um, I'm depressed. It's over. I got a little emotional on our last day there. I was a little emotional today packing up. Greg didn't know, but I was on the verge of tears. Aw. Yeah. Sad. But I'm glad we got to go, and I'm glad we got the opportunity to bring the boys. I know it's probably not something they appreciate at this age, but I think it's something that when they're older they will appreciate it. they will appreciate it more so uh we will be back same time same place that's it for us today yep. holler at your boy <clears throat> go tell friends to listen to us yeah email us snapchat us do all you want to do email podful of sunshine at gmail.com instagram at podful of sunshine twitter what would i do without diana podful of sunshine no e um, what would you do without me? I don't know. But, uh, peace out, muchacha. Peace out. I'm right for my sixth nap of the day. Okay. Bye. Bye. Y'all come back now, dear.